0: Welcome to Your Story Matters, the show where we share inspiring stories from all around the world. After you've listened to this one, why don't you tell us yours? Share your story at yourstorymatters.net. But first, here's your host, speaker and writer, Angela Schaefers.
1: Today I have the pleasure of interviewing Claudia Howard, She is a coach, mentor, speaker, and founder of Career Model Portfolio. Today, Claudia is going to share her story with us about how things evolved into her developing her purpose and plan and to be on the mission that she's on to help others. Hi, Claudia. Welcome to the show. Hi, Angela. Glad to be here. So excited to have you share with our listeners today I love all the things that you're doing and I know you're going to be doing a lot more to help women reach their full potential. Before we talk about that, I wanted you to share some of your background and history and some of the story that led up to you deciding that you needed to reflect on your life and where you were at and look at how you were going to live out your purpose.
0: My story started with deciding about age seven to be an elementary school teacher. Back then, you only were a nurse, a teacher, or a secretary. Mm-hmm. And so I, I got my college degree and went through college and ended up, I liked working in a bank, but then switched into a career that I had for over 25 years, which was supply management. And in that, I learned a tremendous amount about different products, working with various different types of people, and even bringing up product lines internationally. And I worked myself into a senior management position, and all the time that I was working, I had married my soulmate, and we went through his 17 surgeries in 14 years. He had two types of cancer that were very bad. He had his um, jaw out, and that was a great deal of the surgeries. Mm. And all of a sudden, I got promoted into senior management. We moved for me to take the promotion, and we found out about three or four months after that he had his third cancer, which was stage 4 lymphoma. Mm. So that drastically changed our lives again after 12 years of remission. And Unfortunately, he was trying to go through a stem cell, and we went through all the chemo and the radiation, only to have him pass away 11 months later, and that was in 2007. Well, I continued my career, and I kept coming home at night wondering, why was I left behind? What is it that God wants me to do?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's powerful, right. and that really brings a lot of people to that place of questioning what is my purpose, what is the plan here, what do I do now? And before you go on after that point, can you share with the listeners, because I know we have many listeners who have endured loss or are suffering their own sort of disease or illness right now or at death's door, so to speak, What were some of the things that you learned along the way to get through some of the moments of dealing with the despair of your husband being ill, of course, leading up to his death and things like that? Because those are always things that I think we can encourage other people with, although it's a painful circumstance and not something that any of us want to happen in our lives. Are there tips that you could share that helped you get through?
0: Yes. Um, absolutely humor helped us. Um, my husband was a very positive man and he was dealt the cards and decided that he loved life too much Mm -hmm. to leave. And he had a very positive attitude. And when you take a look at a person who was good looking and in one day half their face was removed, the Mm -hmm. jawbone came out and... They reconstructed and took a bone out of his leg and reconstructed him. But along with that, the tumor was large enough that they had to cut through facial nerves. So he actually had to go through the process, not only of the looks changing, but not having feeling in that side of his face, having to learn to smile, move his mouth, eat, chew. So we had to continually adapt the Mm -hmm. way we cooked and everything else, and we decided that we just had to pull the love together and get through this Mm -hmm. in as easy a fashion as we were meant to. A lot of faith, a lot of support of friends, but still, it's you. You're on your own of making your mindset realize there's hope Mm -hmm. in a time where there just doesn't seem that there is when another surgery comes up and another one. Mm -hmm. And to give you an idea of some of the humor he had we were pulling into the hospital around about his eighth or ninth surgery and he turned and looked at me, and again, it was 4 in the morning, and it was going to be 10 hours or more, and he looked at me and said, you know, I'm getting sick of this driveway, shouldn't we get a different hospital? <laughs> That's cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, you couldn't help but laugh, and he goes, I know you're really tense, and I know we're going to do fine, and everything else, and he had the humor with the doctors, not that they always oh. thought it was funny when he asked if they had a good night's sleep mm-hmm. before they operated on him, but he kept looking at the side of Christopher Reeve mm-hmm. and what his life was like, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, I just can't feel sorry for myself. Right. I still have the ability to do everything that Christopher Reeve is no longer able to do. hmm and so it was a matter of realizing that life had to continue as normal as possible, which mm-hmm. was difficult, mm-hmm. and we basically got to the point where, yes, we were facing death and we knew it, and we faced it talking to one another and realizing it was going to happen without really going into all the drama of it.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That makes sense. And and I know that you had said once before when you and I talked that he was really an inspiration for you. And he sounds like he was an amazing man and and really strong and courageous during this journey that you were both on. So I love that you shared that and that you talk about how you actually got through the situation and, and I know it must have been very hard, but I'm sure others are helped by knowing that there's a way to do this, to get through it, to take it one day at a time, and and to really change your perspective, because it sounds like that was the most important thing, is if the perspective is about dying and not feeling good in hospitals and surgeries versus this is our life right now, we're going to celebrate it and do the best we can, it's very different.
0: Right. And... We continued to travel. We continued to do the things that we always had done. In fact, just a couple months before he passed away, we went to Aruba. Mm-hmm. And not that he was in any shape that he probably could sightsee and everything else that like we used to, but we were there. Mm-hmm. And we did little things that um, to him were important and to me. And that's what I encourage people to do is don't act like it's over before it's done.
1: Right, right. Good words. I love that. So you went through this process with your husband. I'm sure you learned and grew a lot from that. But then, as you mentioned earlier, you found yourself at a point asking, what is my purpose now? Why am I here? And what evolved from that, those times of conversation with yourself, those times of prayer?
0: From there evolved the fact that I didn't want to just continue to save millions of dollars for a company. I wanted the ability to make a difference with women and what they might be going. So at the point when I started asking and praying about what my purpose was, I knew that it wasn't in a corporation saving millions of dollars directing their supply chain. It was no longer enough to do that, I really wanted to be volunteering. I wanted to see if I could help other women. I was always told I was so strong and I wanted to to help people that needed that extra boost. And the first thing I did was create a LinkedIn group that was called Widows and Caregivers. And mm-hmm. I thought, okay, maybe I can email correspondence with people and help that way, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, I decided I would have a business coach. I had been doing my beauty consultant business, and I wanted to develop that, but I was still searching, Mm -hmm. and my life turned around and changed to the career role model portfolio because I was asked to do makeovers for a food bank that was going to try to work with their people to get them more of a career and a job. So I was gonna do some complimentary makeovers. Somebody was gonna do haircuts and they were gonna do resumes. hmm And as I was talking to my business coach, I literally gasped and said, They don't get it. Mm. I found my purpose.
1: Mm.
0: And to me the purpose was all about giving the giving the people the mindset, mm-hmm. the heart, and the courage to step up to their potential.
1: Right, right. And
0: to me, everything really starts in the, in the mind, but then it's got to get into you and you've got to discover what your true potential is. Mm-hmm. Many of us don't know. So it's through a series of workshops that I help women in a self-discovery and career awareness process and work with them to find out what is really meaningful to them to work at and what do they really want in their life so that they can develop how their story is going to end Mm -hmm. and what their story is going to be like. The program has four very core workshops, and then they come to the fork in the road of are they going to work in a company mm-hmm. and need an interview and resume, or are they going to go off and create their own business? And then they branch out into either the workshops for employees or business owners.
1: Mm-hmm. That's great, and I love what you're sharing because I think that that's true for a lot of people. They end up in a life Whether it's married or single or having a particular career or a job at home or being a mom, whatever it is, they're not sure or they haven't even thought about what is my true potential, what is my purpose, and should I do something different. And so I love that you're encouraging and inspiring people to at least look at those different things that are potential options for their future, and that's really, really important especially nowadays when we're encouraging women even more to be independent while being interdependent and to be self-sufficient.
0: Right. And this is a very unique process because it truly is um, a self-evaluation through a series of the workshop exercises and interjections of the career role models who have stepped forward to share their life. Mm -hmm. And their career that is intertwined into the program and gives the women the realization of you can do something with your life. Mm -hmm. And people all have circumstances that hit them, but they don't need to be defined by those circumstances. They can change them along with how they think. Mm -hmm. That's
1: absolutely right. I completely agree with you. What have you found as far as, I know you have an evaluation when you go to your website and things like that so people can kind of get started down this path of what you're doing. How does one's personality affect which route they take or how they evolve into discovering their true potential? Have you found any correlation with that as far as some personalities are more inclined to be in a career in a business or be an entrepreneur on their own?
0: It's part personality, but it's also part of what your core values are
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and your inside scoop as one of the uh, workshops is because you have to realize that you're going to be your own boss, so you need to have that self-discipline and self-motivation, but you're being your own boss for different reasons. Maybe it's your family first. Maybe it's being able to take care of an elderly parent and Mm -hmm. yet still bring an income into the family. And the big thing that decides whether you want to work for someone else or for yourself is why. What is your why
1: Mm -hmm. in life? Mm -hmm. I like that.
0: You know, you need to know what you want, but your why is going to tell you a lot about yourself and how you can make that happen. Me, I got to the point where My why and my purpose meant that I had to create something that wasn't there.
1: That makes a lot of sense, and I totally can agree with what you're saying. What are some of the things
0: that women who
1: you've worked with so far have given you as far as feedback about going through your program and how it's helped them?
0: The self-discovery process and being more aware of the tapes that run through your head all the time. You know, you have 50,000 thoughts. What are they in a day? And taking the time to self-discover all the actual potential that's inside of you. You can't use your full potential until you realize how much you have. And skills you overlook may be some of the greatest skills you have, and they need to be emphasized more so they've they've found through the self-discovery process that they're able to focus their life and have more meaning for it. And it's the positive mindset is the first huge change that you notice. You start to deal with things different, and mm-hmm. you start to see things when you change your thoughts you change what you see as well Mm -hmm. and how you look at things.
1: Right, I agree with that. And I think that that's key. I've noticed that with my own self and in helping others and doing counseling myself, that when you start to understand yourself more, when you start to open that door of what is it that I think, what do I want, what do I need, it really creates a shift in perspective and opens the door for you to discover what is your purpose and what are you best at.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you can create your plan. Mm-hmm. You can plan out where you want to go and get your path established. And until you have all of that together and have your mindset on doing something, knowing all the things you have to give to it, you can't create that path as easily. Mm-hmm. And this way, you're focusing in on the purpose you want your life to have
1: right that makes a lot of sense can you share with the listeners some of the typical obstacles that you find women are facing when they're at this crossroads because obviously if people are interested in working with you or doing what you're doing to figure out their potential they're at a crossroads they're at a point in their life where something's not working or something needs to change So what are some of the typical obstacles you've found so far that have been prior to getting to your place and to figuring out how to work with you, preventing them from living up to their potential?
0: There's obstacles of your personal health. Um, One of the stories was a woman who all of a sudden discovered she had MS. She needed to make a living, but MS kind of held it back. Mm. And she had to reevaluate, take a change. Or the person who, their career was always there. I mean, they had a steady path going, and all of a sudden, new owner walks in and has you walk out.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you've got to
0: rediscover, is this what I want to stay in? Right. And then our technology. Some of the careers that were so popular and so steady are changing because of the way our society and technology is affecting it. Mm-hmm. So they get to the point, either from a personal standpoint or a forced standpoint, as I would call it, that they need to stop and evaluate. Okay, what am I going to do now that this happened? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when that searching and I call it the sea of confusion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The sea of career confusion and a lot of times you just need that little shift and that extra help to help you go through the clouds of confusion mm-hmm. and find your way.
1: Right. That makes a lot of sense. And I'm so glad that there's another opportunity for people to connect with someone like you and to do your workshops and even just doing the initial evaluation I think is helpful for people to start thinking about what is it that I need to do, want to do, what other path could I potentially take. Can you share with the listeners how they would find out more about you and connect with you via your website? Sure. The website is
0: com and There's the workshop offerings there, but there's also other things for women that I think are important to note. And that's how much women have really liked to give in their life and how they can help other women. And they can help someone out, sharing your gifts and talents, and that's about women working with each other to maybe help that person who hasn't had the experience of computers then, of course, there's the workshops there to become a participant. And there's the career role models. We're going to actually have mentor program that women can sign up and share. And all those different things are on the, the website. And I can be reached via the Claudia at career role as well. And they can leave messages so that. I can touch base with them and hear what what kind of help they need because, as I said, this is a really unique, more customized and individualized process because there are no two women that go through the same thing and mm-hmm. each one of us has a story.
1: That's right. And I like that a lot. I think that that is very true that things need to be individualized to the person, to their circumstances, to their personality, to their wants and needs. So I love that you're doing that and that you're taking the time to really look at the individual and help them in their process. Claudia, thank you so much for sharing a part of your story today, for sharing about your business career role model portfolio. I know that our listeners will be helped by the things that you shared about your story and how you endured and then discovering their potential and living up to that.
0: Thank you so much. I really appreciated speaking with you and your listeners.